For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Oh, you and who? Get out of here. <laughs> it is Red Nation Rising Radio. It is, of course, Jig Man Freud with you. <laughs> what? What? That's uh, a hell of a deal. Uh, get a hold of us on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, a brand new. Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay. Exclusive news and programming information all available on our fantastic, fantastic app. And uh, what the hell is this? I don't know what the hell this is. But uh, lots of good stuff happening. Where is my uh, my tune here? I've got a, uh, I've got a song i got to play. Uh, where the hell is it? Is it in pre-tapes? Is it in... There it is. The Way You Swing. Those hips. Right now.
ships along with their body that's facing those lips. You blow my mind. The way you swing those hips, your magic from your feet to your fingertips. You blow my mind. Way you swing those hips, so star featuring J Loved Prince, and that is here on our world famous Chiggy Chigwire radio broadcast for a Tuesday edition. And uh, we are going to go to the telephones here in just a few seconds and get a hold of the great Susan H. Moss. She will join us here in just a few moments. And uh, basically, I got to dial her phone number, and then she'll join us on Skype. <laughs> That's how it goes here. Turn me down a little bit. So I'm not blowing you out there. Good morning. Good morning, Susan. How are you? It's James Lowe with iHeartRadio. How Hello. are you today? How are you, Susan? Yes. Good. Susan H. Moss with us today. She's a prominent author in the health field, having scored with two books, Keep Your Breasts and Survive <laughs> Cancer. She's with us today here on our broadcast. Uh, Susan, tell us a little bit about y- y- your trip. I know that you recently made a trip uh, around the world. Tell us about it. Well, I went to Italy, actually. <laughs> and uh, I had an art show of my work uh, in Arezzo, Tuscany. And uh, it got three TV shows, and it got a front-page article in the newspaper, and a beautiful catalog that you could get on Blurb. Awesome stuff, awesome stuff. It is Susan H. Bonds with us today. She joins us live here on Skype Audio to uh, discuss just how fabulous she truly is. And she's with us today here on our big program. (laughs) Now, uh, you have these great books. Uh, You're also a... uh, you have a provocative novel called The Accident Stager. We've talked about that before on this broadcast. It's going to be it needs to become a hit movie since there's so much interest in movie agents and movie studios. Um how do we get more info on this? Um you could go on my website susanhmoss.com and my health books on self-healing of cancer are also on that site. And um uh, and an Italian publisher is interested in translating them into Italian. I did meet with the editor there. Awesome stuff, in, awesome stuff. In Florence. <laughs> awesome stuff. They We've... call Florence Firenze. By the way, have you ever been to Venice? No, I never have been, and I probably never will be, but uh, tell us a little uh, bit about it. Oh, it's fantastic. If you take the train from Florence, for instance, um, the last part of the trip is solely on water. I mean, it really freaks you out because you look at the left and the right at the train, and there's nothing but water. Amazing. Amazing stuff. It's Susan H. And, Miles. And the whole city is built on water. There's no cars. Well, to, to, get any, to get anywhere, you take a water bus, 
You can take a public water bus or a gondola, and that's the only way you can get anywhere. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Tell us a little bit more about it. Well, there's uh, the Grand Canal, and it connects the whole of Venice. And if you look when you're going on the water bus to the left and right, there's these huge buildings, four, five, and six stories, one right next to the other. Now, how did they do that on water? It's all ocean. It's amazing. really amazing. Then you go to uh, to the Marks, St. Mark's Square, and it's huge building, the Doge's Palace and the Bell Tower, and they're just St. Mark's Cathedral. It's just, it's just fantastic. How did they do that on water? Amazing. Susan H. Mossens today. She joins us live. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit more about your trip. Well, I had a great time. Actually, I went to uh, Rome and I went to um, Milan. They have the most beautiful cathedral you've ever seen in Milan. It looks like lace, but it's huge. It's very delicate. And inside, there's always a great surprise because there's a dome and it's usually painted and it's so high up, you wonder how they ever got scaffolding to make it up that high. And uh, I saw the Sistine Chapel in uh, Rome, in the Vatican City. And uh, the amazing thing about Michelangelo is he's not only a great sculptor, and, and I did see David, which is huge. I know you've probably seen pictures of it, but to stand there and look at this tremendous st- sculpture is just an experience for your life. And... Uh, and his Sistine Chapel is so wonderful because not only are the individual figures beautifully painted, but the whole ceiling hangs together as one design. And that's what was I found very awesome. Is Often you would go in these cathedrals and the ceiling would be painted, but it didn't really hang together. There was maybe one square that didn't go with the other square quite. But this ceiling just looks like a piece of fabric. It just all blends beautifully together. As it, he, he really was a genius. Susan H. Moss with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, the easy listening sounds of Susan H. Moss today here in our broadcast. And uh, she has got several books out there. She has also uh, been a key speaker over the years at the Cancer Control Society in Los Angeles. Labor Day weekend, the society is moving to a new locale, Glendale, California, at the Hilton Hotel. Tell us a little bit about your work with the Cancer Control Society. Well, it's where you get the truth about cancer. If you uh, just go to the doctor, you're not going to find out the truth. Uh, the the, the bottom line in cancer is you have to heal yourself, which I did 26 years ago without drugs, radiation, or surgery. I was diagnosed with breast and uterine cancer at the same time, and I went downhill very quickly. Uh, I was uh, almost dead. I call myself dead woman walking, and this was 26 years ago. My doctor called me every single day screaming at me to see a surgeon, and I said no. Because I believed, uh, number one, uh, that you cannot cut disease out of the body. 
cutting off your breasts is not going to work. And I found that out with Kimberly, my friend. If you read my book, Keep Your Breasts, you'll read my story and Kimberly's story. I did only natural healing. She did only medical treatment. Guess what? which one is here on earth today? Amazing. Amazing <laughs> stuff. Susan H. Miles with us today. She joins us live here on Red Nation Rising Radio and also tune in iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and iHeartRadio. And uh, tell us a little bit about your, your, your work with some other organizations out there. I know that you work with a ton of different people. Well, I do work with uh, people who uh, like John Lutz, who uh, does Internet marketing to get the word out about cancer and uh, natural healing. And uh, I do uh, also join um, art groups like uh, LACMA, Los Angeles County Museum of Art, uh, donor groups. And they own one of my uh, large earth slide drawings. You can see my art also on SusanHMoss.com. Susan H. Moss with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. 13 minutes after the hour, she is a, an amazing, amazing uh, individual. Uh, tell us a little bit about your books. Well, uh, the cancer books are doing really well because people are waking up. Um, the first book is Keep Your Breath, Preventing Breast Cancer the Natural Way. So you can read it either for prevention or healing. And it's, uh, as I say, a story of how I heal myself on the MOTEP program. I devised. It's 20 points and it covers every aspect of your life, physical, mental, spiritual, diet, exercise, detox, de-stress, laughter, group therapy, visualization, um, and it works. We have results and uh, the results are in the second book, Survive Cancer. And Survive Cancer is doing so great. Uh, it, it really is because uh, people really want to know how to get well. And um, if you just do the medical treatment, your chances of surviving are not very good. I have sad news for you. Uh, all the cutting and, and the poisoning and the, and the radiation they expose you to is just not going to help you get well. And if you really want to take control of your health, um, even if you opt for the medical treatment, you still need to do a lot of work on yourself because there are definite reasons you got cancer. And you better uh, figure those out because if you don't, chances are your life is going to end very shortly. So take control. Number one, um, I did a lot of research at UCLA Biomedical Library and this is what I found. Passive patients fare the worst. So if you think you can just go to your doctor and passively accept everything he says you have to do, your chances of getting through cancer are pretty pretty dim. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live, Susan H. Moss. And uh, your, your books are absolutely incredible. Uh, tell me a little bit about writing process for each of the books. Well, I did a lot of research for both books, um, especially Survive Cancer, where I interviewed people around the world who had healed themselves. Some of them had medical treatment failure before they woke up, 
and decided to take control of their health and, and heal naturally. And uh, one of my favorite people is a woman who was in a plane crash, and the plane hit the ground so hard, Jim, that uh, the seatbelt didn't even work. So she hit her head on the ceiling of the airplane, and she developed a tumor in her brain. So how she got well on a similar program to me is just a, a very fascinating story. And I actually met this woman, she's French, and, um, and she looked amazing. She really looked great. And how she uh, changed her life to get rid of that tumor herself. It's a miracle. <laughs> Susan H. Moss with us today. Uh, Susan, before we let you go, how do we get a hold of you online? It's uh, www.susanhmoss.com. You can remember that. The heck with Susan Moss. My middle name is Heck. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, Susan, it's always a pleasure, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being on the program. Oh, th thank you very much. And I enjoyed it. Have a good day. Welcome back to our big broadcast. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Jesus Christ. By Amazon. It's really easy to support the Jiggy Jaguar experience before you shop on Amazon. And we all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. Check out audibletrial.com slash jaguar. For you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jaguar for your free audiobook. But an incredible new marketing partner on Transmedia Worldwide, Change of Heart, a film by Pickle Ticklick Video Club. Uh, that's right. A love story about two women torn apart too soon. Let's tell you a little bit about this. Check out Indiegogo.com. With this film, we hope to remind people that it wasn't long ago that gay marriage was illegal. And the LGBT community were second-rate citizens with limited legal recourse. Through change of heart, we will relieve a moment prior to legalized marriage in the United States. Leading character, Becky, must overcome the limitations placed on her by society, as well as make a life-altering decision regarding her loved one. Check it out on Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Change of Heart, a film. Check it out today. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Jiggy Jaguar. He works with us today. He's if they put Fox News on, liberals will complain. Uh -huh. If they put CNN on, conservatives are going to complain. Jiggy Jaguar. We've got Tom Donahue with us today. I started to organize, uh, no, not like Obama. Jiggy Jaguar. Publisher of Talkers Magazine, Michael Harrison. And uh, it's a lot of fun, and, and it's very informative, and uh, it, it does a lot of things. One, it, it's www.jiggyjaguar.com. 
We've got an incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. Q-L-I-P-P is the ultimate tennis performance sensor. It measures every part of your stroke, analyzing the spin, speed, and sweet spot accuracy of each shot. Designed to improve your game with the most advanced analytics possible, check out igg.me slash at slash Q-L-I-P-P. Oh, that's right. It's an amazing, amazing new product. Check out igg.me slash at slash Q-L-I-P-P. And it's time to reach into our Car Care Advocate mailbag to answer a listener's question. Dear Pam, the oil light lit up on the dash of my work vehicle, so I checked the level and it was a quart low. Only then did I realize it had been more than 12 months since the last oil change. Someone said to put an additive in the engine before I have the oil change, you know, to clean everything out. What's the best additive out there? The only additive you should ever use must have the manufacturer's label on the bottle. Use in accordance to your vehicle's needs. Remember, there is no fix in a bottle to substitute scheduled maintenance. Lesson learned. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me, ASC Tech Pam Oaks, at carcareadvocate.com, making you a savvy car consumer. Welcome back to our big broadcast. Frank Vernuccio is going to be our next guest. Here in a few moments. <laughs> it's Susan H. Moss. Good Lord. What is up with Susan H. Moss? Really? What? What? What is her freaking deal? I don't know. I just don't understand. I don't get it. Can't do it. Here's some clips from last week's Doug Giles interview. Frank Frank Vernuccio coming up. He's the catch-all. He's the hipster dandy wearing skinny jeans, got a a lumberjack beard, uh, but can't get a a change of tire, and he lives in the basement with Mommy. And uh, so I take uh, Crispin from Pussville, and I lead him through uh, eight hurdles, uh, interified air of Mantown, and uh, we dropped it on August 4th of 2016, and it's been rattling around at number one for several months. It's uh, still holding strong, man. Look at it today, and it was, I think, 28 in Amazon's uh, <laughs> category of gender studies. We purposely put the book in gender studies, uh, just a jack with the left, and uh, it, it, <laughs> it's taken over Caitlyn Jenner's book and all the other Freak Patrol books, and it's anything uh, but uh, the, the the motif that they push. Now, Dan, uh, you, you've been covering a lot of these issues, uh, how how we need to be more manly and all these things uh, in, in, in some of your articles and how, how the United States uh, needs to step up and everything. Uh, listening to Doug there and his book, do you have any questions for him? Well, I've been writing about it. There's this whole discussion about metrosexuals that, that um, men have uh, have been uh, conjoled and, and forced 
in the public education system in the in even the lower grades that you know that, that the male of the species is evil and women are the dominant force and not women will rule the world and all those things and i th- i do think that there are there are situations uh in growing numbers where uh, men uh have have through political correctness have lost their rights they've lost their privileges and they've lost their gonads I completely agree, and uh, it's been a systematic emasculation, and uh, Dan, I'm glad you brought up the public school system. I think uh, hardcore for the last uh, 40, if not 50 years. I tell my readers all the time, it's like, hey, hey, mom, hey, dad, do you have a, do you have a new son in your household? Uh, do you want him to grow up to be a, a whining uh, little dandy? Well, then send him to public school. Uh, let him have unfiltered access uh, to the Internet and television. And thirdly, and this might rub uh, some of your listening audience wrong, but I'll explain it, uh, give them to an evangelical church, because I've seen, I've seen evangelical churches uh, preach a gospel and, um, <laughs> and set an example that I believe is nicer than Jesus and the apostles and the prophets in the Bible. So I think uh, those, that's a, that little trifecta is a lethal cocktail uh, if the parents um, don't watch what they're doing and they inject a little boy into that mix. Because I believe uh, I believe all three of those uh, have in mind, as Dan pointed out, the the emasculation of the male. And here's the reason why. And I believe it's predominantly leftists uh, that are doing it. Um, liberals cannot control a dude, a man who would be a man who lives in the testosterone leader fog that God and nature hardwired him to be a provider, protector, hunter, and hero. They can't deal with that kind of dude because he's so easy or, or so uh, difficult to control. There's another uh, entity that doesn't like uh, men being men, and I don't know if you guys heard of it before, but it's called Radical Islam. Mm-hmm. They want us to love Pepsi while they love death. Yeah. You, you know, go ahead, can, Don. Can I jump in? Ju- yes, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, that's one of the that's one of the best lines I've heard. Uh, we should lo- lo- uh, love uh, Pepsi um, instead of death. But uh, and I think you're absolutely uh, correct on that. I just heard over the weekend that uh, there was a, uh, a, a, a group of uh, uh, Christian uh, scholars who were t- uh, trying to explain why uh, the, there were. Uh, Twelve men are disciples of Christ, and there were no women. And uh, uh, I couldn't address it. I wonder if you want to address it. Well, I would say from a practical standpoint, since uh, most of the boys were into fishing, you know, I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I've been fishing for 20 years on the South Florida coast, uh, living in Miami. I live back in Texas now. There's no place to pee or crap on the boat, so you can't you can't take women with you on there. You know, they're not that hardy. Um, I think I, I think Christ chose them because, um, first of all, he's Jesus. He can do what he, <laughs> he wants. Uh, but uh, the, the 30-year-old rebel from Galilee, uh, for whatever reason, decided to choose 12 rough-cussing rough fishermen, uh, much akin to the cast of the deadliest catch and a couple of tax cheats to represent him. But he didn't in any way, uh, shape, or form 
uh, dissed the ladies. Uh, I believe it was Mary Magdalene who was the first person after the resurrection to preach the gospel to uh, coward and craven uh, Peter, James, and John. <laughs> so, you know, the ladies are always are trying to make some big deal out of it, but uh, Christ uh, was definitely pro-woman. Uh, he would hang out with prostitutes and uh, divorcees that had been married five times and bring them, you know, to life and to speed and uh, utilize them uh, greatly in the expansion uh, of his message. Uh, why he chose 12 dudes, I don't know. Um, <laughs> he's God, well, he can they, do what he wants. You know, I know that's a beautiful answer. I wish I had had it when I was listening to these theologians. It was a very interesting conference uh, that I attended listening. Uh, they were try, trying to deal with, the, ironically, with the, the issue of uh, how do you make uh, 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 the Christianity more uh, have more uh, uh, female leadership? And I said I thought they did pretty well with male leadership, but then I was hooted <laughs> down, so I left. Uh, but uh, uh, thank you. I, I, well, here's I, you know talking. Talk, you know, in regards to female leadership and, and, and women's influence in ecclesiastical search, uh, circles, uh, guys, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would say especially evangelical uh, churches, uh, predominantly uh, charismatic-type churches, I think the, the preponderance of leadership and influence, and I would say it's negative to the point of effeminization, comes from the chicks. So this whole thing is, oh, we need more women. It's like the place is filled with women. You go to, you go to most churches uh, on Sunday and just do a head count, you know, women, 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 men, women, 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 quasi-male, women, 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 another dude. It's, it's inundated. The problem, here's the real problem, is how do we get guys, uh, I'm talking about like badass dudes like Clint Eastwood or John Wayne types or Steve McQueen's, those kind of guys uh, who might have uh, an affinity for God or be open to it or actually be believers, how do we get them to come back and sit in our highly effeminized environment where the, the, the minister seems like a lame kind of Mr. Rogers doofus wearing a cardigan, the worship leader is way effeminate, and the whole uh, decor, the interior design of the church screams, chicks did this. How do, you, how do you remedy that situation and get the boys back in town? Because until there's a mass male influence once again in uh, the, the, the church, uh, we're still going to get our butts kicked 24-7, 365 by uh, evil forces and uh, those who want to hijack America and the planet. So is it my turn, Jim? Well, actually, hold on. I, I, I want IQ to jump in here. IQ, listening okay. to all this, um, and, and, and Doug brought up uh, radical Islam. Uh, what, 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 what is your take? We're going to take a brief time out. Frank Vernuccio on the way. Today's podcast is brought to you by Amazon. It's really easy to support the Jiggy Jaguar experience before you shop on Amazon. And we all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. Check out Audible. 
trial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. For you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audio book download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jaguar. We welcome you back to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast here on AMFM247.com. Also, tune in iTunes Radio Loyalty as well. Frank Fernuccio is going to join us here in just a few moments. And uh, if you want to get a hold of us on our app, you can do so, jiggyjaguar.us. You can also download the app in all the app stores. There is a lot going on, and it seems that the uh, United States of America is in crisis. And uh, we go to the guy who I think could solve it all, Mr. Frank Vernuccio. How are you, sir? <laughs> James, it's great to be with you. <laughs> now, uh, let, let's let's talk about this. Uh, uh, America is uh, is in crisis all over the place. Um, there is there is all sorts of issues. Uh, what is the top news story that that you you've seen that uh, folks need to be talking about? Well, of course, it's the uh, the event in London, and it's it's rather strange because part of the political uh, spectrum in the, in the United States doesn't exactly know what to make of what happened in London. It doesn't fit any of the pigeonholes that particularly those on the progressive left have talked about. It, it's the mayor of London, of course, is from a Muslim family, so they certainly can't say they felt like an oppressed minority there. Um, no guns were used. Remember, on all the terrorist events in the United States, there was always saying, well, it's because of the proximity or access to guns. Well, in London, it was knives and vans that were used in the terrorist attack. So far, I haven't seen anyone call for a ban on kitchen knives, but you wonder whether that's coming. Um, so I, I think it doesn't fit into a lot of the pigeonholes that the left generally tries to put into in these terrorist attacks. And, of course, adding to that is this bizarre argument that the press is trying to gin up between the mayor of London and uh, the president of the United States. It seems that the London mayor continuously tries to downplay these attacks, while Donald Trump, of course, points to them and says this is the reason why the court should step out of the way and let his travel ban to the United States take effect. We've got Frank Fernuccio with us today. He joins us live here on AMFM247.com and also iHeartRadio and Red Nation Rising Radio today. Frank Fernuccio, of course, is editor of uh, USA Gov Policy and uh, the New York Analysis of Policy and Government. And uh, 30 years of experience in government, professional writing, broadcast journalism, and uh, he's with us each and every Tuesday to talk about some of the different issues of the day. Now, uh, uh, speaking of the U.K., uh, a lot of folks are watching this election that's going to be coming up. Uh, what do you know about uh, some of the different polls and uh, this uh, this 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 race is just tightening, my friend. Well, the polls are tightening up. Theresa May, of course, had a, a, a substantial um, 
lead. It's now down to, I think, about 1%. But we do know that polling as a rule in the past couple of years has not been particularly accurate. Otherwise, we'd be talking about President Clinton and, of course, how Britain is staying in the uh, European Union. I, I think polling in the U.K. particularly does not seem to be quite accurate. So I suspect Theresa May may be a little bit further ahead than the polls indicate. However, she has one substantial weakness, which is she was the, uh, the you know, their equivalent of Homeland Secretary, Homeland Security Secretary, uh, and I, I think there's a lot of feeling that the government didn't do enough to keep out terrorists. Unfortunately, her rival um, is even more looser on that issue than she is, so I suspect that Theresa May will probably pull it out with a slim margin, but nevertheless, I do think that she will probably win the election. Frank Fernuccio with us today, USA Gov Policy. He joins us live each and every Tuesday here on Red Nation Rising Radio and also AMFM247.com as well as uh, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and uh, Stitcher. Now, um, th- th- there is a lot of folks that are uh, upset with uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> and they, uh, uh, In fact, there is uh, folks that want him to have his trip to Europe canceled. Uh, do you think that's going to happen? Well, of course not. The fact of the matter is there is a real dichotomy between the media's reaction to Donald Trump, I think, and the rank-and-file citizenry reaction to Donald Trump. His trip to Europe, of course, was a raging success by any standard. Consider the, the unique situation, the unique accomplishment, when the king of Saudi Arabia says that he will no longer or he does not support the financing of terrorism, which was a major point of contention for decades between the U.S. and the Saudis, and that uh, violence, terrorism, has no place in Islam. Those were two raging successes. I strongly suspect that if uh, Barack Obama had won that type of concession from the king of Saudi Arabia, they'd be lining him up for a second Nobel Peace Prize. But, of course, because of the press's substantial bias against the Trump administration, um, we're hearing nothing but dissenting voices. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He, of course, joins us each and every week. Frank Fernuccio is with us. And uh, th- th- there is a lot going on uh, in the Middle East. What- what- what's the latest over there, my friend, that your sources have been telling you about? Well, you know, it's interesting. Back in the Reagan administration, President Reagan once said the only way to get all the nations of Earth to band together would be if there was an invasion from Mars. Well, in the Middle East, they're facing an equivalent of an invasion from Mars. The rising military power of Iran is threatening pretty much all of the nations in the region, and so a lot of them, including the Saudis, the Jordanians, the Egyptians, and so forth, are beginning to realize that it's not Israel that's the enemy, and certainly not the United States. It's Iran, and of course Iran's sponsor, the Russians. So I think that there's a new sense of unity and a new sense that uh, there will be a new paradigm in the Middle East in which Israel and some of her Arab neighbors are actually, for a change, on the same side. It is Frank Fernuccio. He joins us today here on our big broadcast, USA Gov Policy. And uh, Frank is uh, with us each and every week. What do you have coming up on the radio broadcast this weekend, my friend? Well, of course, we're going to talk about some of these same issues. We're going to be interviewing a fellow named Bob Gleason. And uh, he's going to talk about, very apropos of our conversation, the looming threat of nuclear terrorism. Of course, you know, the Pakistanis have a nuclear weapon. It's suspected that the North Koreans also. 
uh, might have some relation to a terrorist if either the Pakistanis or the North Koreans decide to give or sell a nuclear bomb to terrorist organizations, well, that could be a national, international catastrophe. It is Frank Vernuccio. He joins us today here in our broadcast. And, uh, Frank, we will talk to you next week. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful week, my friend. James, I look forward to our next conversation. Definitely. I will talk to you then. Thank you, Frank. Have a good week, brother. That is Frank Vernuccio, and uh, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to finish up here on our big program. <laughs> 